Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to week three of Ruffle After Dark. KT is still dealing with COVID uh, in Fauci's uh, lack of recovery world we live in. Um, welcome back, KT. Welcome. Good to be here. How many government-supplied uh, at-home COVID tests have you taken? Just the just the ones where I turned positive, and then I did my my five day quarantine period, you know, based on symptoms, and I'm feeling good, but I still get a little tickle in my throat, and I feel like I still have a little bit of congestion. So, but uh, no worse for work. can't complain. Well, I am hosting the show from uh, the middle of Wisconsin, Wisconsin Dells, where coronavirus is a myth, <laughs> and Trump is God, and. Uh, Everything that's wrong with America is due to Joe Biden. So this is where I where I currently am, and Lucky if that you. washes off on me, great. <laughs> um, it's week three already, and goddamn, did your team shit the bed? And you've already made enough trades to uh, effectively you don't. Currently at 9:13, and I haven't refreshed the waiver wire. You do not have a quarterback on your team. Yeah, the um, uh, just to be just to be clear, the waiver wire is going to be a shit show tonight because I don't have I'm two roster spots short, and so depending on what players I get or don't get, like I can't pick players up, and then if I go to pick it up, I might not. Have, like, yeah, it's it could be interesting. So we'll have to see how what went. Well, I, I think, also have I also have no claims so it's basically just watching what kt does live uh yeah waiver wire show how uh are you able to walk up right now after that uh late backdoor beating you took on monday night you know uh i'd like to be more bitter but i kind of felt it coming the whole time and I also feel like Jimmy and I trade these kinds of fucking battles when we face each other all the time. I think last year I beat him in week one or two uh, on like a – like I needed like five points from Darrell Henderson on Monday Night Football, and I'm like, easy, because Cam Akers was already hurt. And yep. it took like the fourth quarter on like a three-yard run to fucking get that win. To seal the and deal. it was just that's just like that's that's our games. So like I don't feel super bitter. I feel good about my team. Yes, I'm one and one, but like if I really look at it, like my team scored points. I've had points scored against me, and we're almost out of the first round of division games. So you know, if I win this week against Natron. We got multiple teams at two and one. We're the strongest division, of course, because we are. Um, we'll get to the gimmick division names in just a second, but um, yeah, like I, I don't. I hats off to Jimmy. I, I know I would have beaten everybody else in the league, but you know, digs on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that was, just, was tough. It was silly. That was tough. That was Shoot. tough. Since we're talking about your game, should we just get into that real quick and well, let, let's just do let's just do standings quick. Okay. Yep. Um. So, for the I'm in the middle of Wisconsin Dells on a golf trip. Um. 
my my entire body hurts. Uh, <laughs> How many holes did you play so far? Uh, so we played. Uh, so I played 18 on Monday. We went to Mammoth Dunes on Tuesday, and there was an hour long in the morning lightning delay. So we didn't get out till three o'clock. So we actually only got 16 holes in yesterday. Okay. Um, but I was golfing my ass off. And then today we played um, 35 holes because the morning round was at the sandbox, which is 17 holes. So we, we played two rounds today, one round yesterday, one round Monday. So we have one tomorrow. I have two on Friday and 27 holes on on Saturday, and then my body is going to cease to exist. So, <laughs> not that not not that everybody gives a shit, but I don't I don't literally have any idea what's going on in fantasy football this week. So we're just gonna roll, um, and that's why I also don't have any claims on the waiver wire. I don't think it's a very big waiver wire week, but I I don't have any idea of what's going on right now. So that's well and good. the The one thing I do know is that, um. Basically, most of my preseason picks have shipped themselves for divisions. <laughs> We've got yep. Dano and Doug, my my other two division champions that I had picked at 0-2, very, very sadly in the basement of their divisions. And I like Dave's team, but he's 0-2 as well. Yep. Um, and, and my... my uh, controversial pick of Natron not doing well is two and zero, which <sighs> and then like so this is all your fault Nate... so far, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, yes, no, this is totally my fault. And then uh, you know Adrian, who uh, again, can we just get a welfare check? Um, I, I, Adrian, if you're listening to this, can you just send me a text with the letter K? Um, and or like, a, I will send you uh, my address, and you can send me a letter just with like a, a blank sheet of paper. Yeah, so that that would be fine. Uh, Jimmy sent me a message today saying that Adrian's phone isn't working, and he's probably just texting a random person, and that is exactly how I feel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we literally quite. Quite literally need a uh, like a welfare check. Should I just send Adrian a message during this pod right now and see if we get a response? Sure, yeah. Send him some ridiculous offer uh, via text so that he I'll do it right now. Uh, at least responds. So we we definitely need need to know that the that the uh, leader of the Maximilian division is um, alive, not just in autopilot. Um, Speaking of division names, we're going to go over this fairly quickly, but, um, you know, Robbie explained to me after I ranted again, uh, after saying the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and uh, DP World Tour divisions, that he changes the division names every year, and they're all names of emperors, which in a vacuum makes sense since we're an emperor league, but I gotcha. it's just so it's just so damn boring, and... So gonna we're going to go with the, the the WWF division. Yep. The WWE division and the AEW division for this week. What the hell's uh, AEW? And if you're not, uh, well, that's the new hip 
uh, with it and wow, uh, wrestling, sure. uh, company that, so, you know, we are, you know, the Charlemagne division, the powerhouse is the WWF. Yep. Um, you know, your, your division is the WWE, which is a little bit watered down and, uh, you know, PG, a little bit more PG. Um, and then AEW is the up and coming. And here's the thing, Doug will appreciate this and that's his division. Um, so Doug will appreciate being in the AEW division. I, I'm sure of it because he's a wrestling guy. So even though he's in the cellar of the AEW division, it has a lot of promise there. We'll okay. get some we'll get some TV ratings. So um, let's check out the uh, the week two scoreboard. Uh, top to bottom, we start with our reigning emperor at two and zero, beating Dave. KT, your thoughts? Yeah, um, you know Dave. Looked like he had a shot there for a while at it, um, you know, with Hertz blowing up on uh, Monday against uh, the Vikings, which was just dismal to watch. But I digress on that. It just AJ Brown just didn't have that week like he could have, right? I mean, last week he put up, you know, twenty a twenty spot. Uh, you know, I thought he was going to probably duplicate that against the Vikings, but um, you know, which was kind of the Jalen Hurts show for the most part, right? Um, you know, Natron's team. I mean, I think Terry Kill put up. 20 points in like eight minutes during that, uh, during that Miami Baltimore game towards the end there. So, uh, you know, it was looking pretty good for Dave for a little while there, you know, Singletary getting three Evans only getting seven Kelsey, you know, getting held to only eight on, on Thursday night. It was a great start for him, but you know, Natron being the emperor showing him, you know, showing why he's the emperor, right? I mean, he came back and puts up almost 120 spots and, uh, takes Dave down. Yeah. I mean, that Miami-Baltimore game was absolutely bonkers at the end, which was super fun. Um, I was driving back uh, from Wisconsin and was trying to keep up with the ridiculousness. Um, having uh, Tyreek uh, and uh, Lamar on one team in my in the Cobras <laughs> League yep. was like – like watching a heavyweight fight go back and forth, which was really cool. So, um, but yeah, that was unbelievable. And, and Greg Dortch uh, having a, a pulse for two weeks in a row is interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that he started hitting him over him over Amari Cooper. Um, exactly. Like, like that's but, either no faith in Amari Cooper or a lot of faith in Greg Dortch. Or is that just no which, faith in, uh, What's the quarterback for Cleveland now? I'm blanking on his name, but he doesn't exist actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I can't think of it either. Um, but yeah, that's a that was a ballsy play. Didn't quite work out, but didn't get a goose egg from him. So yeah, no, I mean thirteen Still, wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, Jimmy on, and myself. Yeah, uh, that game. Uh, that, two heavyweights. That of the audio week. overlap. That's cool. that's right. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, the, the two heavyweights for the week, um, two top scorers. It's just unfortunate you guys had to play each other. Um, you know, Jimmy's team just up and down with, you know, Herbert and Diggs and Michael Thomas resurgence, Mike Williams having a huge day with Keenan out, like Gerald Everett, you know, getting so close to scoring that would have been an even bigger day for him. But, uh, I mean, putting up 134 is a, is a big week, so. You know, and then with you putting up 129 just behind him, that's that's rough. Well, I mean, like, there, another reason why I wasn't too 
angry was like I was down fifty one after Thursday. Yeah. And that's just that's a lot. Um you know, I got good weeks out of a few people, which I I expect, but Aaron Jones blew up just like Connor got hurt pickle. and that really yeah. killed me. Connor was in a spot where he should have at least I mean he obviously got hurt, but like Connor scores another five points. ten points in yep. the second half. And I win. So uh, at least I have the depth to back it up and we can get to that. Um yep. you shit the bed in week two, oh, which God, you know gross. I do. Um yeah. it was I made ugly. 68 burger. And I think the only thing not that the went only right 68 for me. on the on the week. No. I'll tell you that though. I think the only thing I did right was picking up Logan Thomas, so I actually got a tight end point this week, which was nice, right? You know, Cole Komet put up another <laughs> second zero for this week and Hopefully we'll find out in the waiver wire transactions if I actually got to drop his ass this week or not. But uh, <laughs> I have not hit refresh, so I have not, not either. Confirm or deny there. So yeah, that Adrian. was you know a- Adrian living with uh, you know running back is very questionable on Adrian's team. We'll see yes. if Kenneth Walker can fill in a, a deal. <laughs> But man, the rest of his team has got a lot of promise to it. Um, Bateman, I like. I would trade for Bateman right now because I have L- Lamar, but I cannot physically and or you know digitally talk to Adrian. <laughs> I can. And, uh, I and, can send smoke signals for if you want me to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this article might be instead of Adrian uh, homing pigeon. It might be Adrian uh, Smoke Signal, so, uh, but we might try to figure it on a different name. But just for that, I did. Uh, I did. It, we could call it Adrian Pulse Check because I did get a text from him back on the trade offer. So I offered him. I said, "Want to trade me Debo for a 2023 first? And his response back was his typical response, which was just no. So we, I do know he's alive and, and paying attention. Well, he's probably in like JJ's clubhouse, just looking down at his phone, saying no. Or playing Golden Tee and putting it down for a second in between chats, right? That's also true. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, Baker with 122 out of nowhere. Baker. I mean, Waddle and Amon St. Brown, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown had huge, huge weeks, right? That really powered him. So, yeah, those two dudes beat both you and Doug. Yes. Well, they tied us. They didn't beat us. They tied us. Let's, come on now, 68. Okay, fair, you know, fair enough. Those two guys. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Daniel was hurt a little bit by the uh, Michael Pittman surprise inactive on this week after hurting his quad on like Monday or Tuesday or something like that. So he had to put it in Cream Hunt, who had a great week one, but it's tough, I think, to get Chubb and Cream Hunt each week to put up, you know, huge weeks for you if you need them. Um, but I mean, overall, 105 is above the league average. Uh, it's just it's a tough loss to drop him down to zero and two, right? I mean, Dan, Dana would have beat both Adrian and I this week. It just happened to be he played the wrong week, and you know he said people you know have huge weeks against him these these first two weeks, right? I mean, week one Barkley put up thirty two this week, Waddle and Amon Rod both put up thirty four. So just just some bad luck for Dano, but his team's you know I, I think he's got enough to overcome it. So and and Trey Lance dying. 
uh, has no effect on Dan's team, basically, which is yep. convenient for him. Um, I mean, I know we joked about you know him carrying three quarterbacks, but apparently it was it was you know he had that uh, that Back to the Future almanac, knowing he was going to get hurt, and he was going to need all three of them. So yeah, I mean, it's Lance is definitely an upside play with his quarterback stack of Cousins and Stafford to being like not going to blow you away, but not going to dud you. So yep. Um, on to the next, on to the next year for Lance. Um, Doug, also 68 burger, Judy hurt. Um, he had to start Jamal Williams, which also sucks. He's just waiting for some people to get healthy. Yep. Uh, Kittle, Dobbins, Godwin. Ugh. I was a little surprised. Gotta, gotta get healthy. Yeah, I was surprised that he didn't play. Um, Jahan Dodson over Jamal Williams just with the you know with that week that that, that Dodson had week one right but being the number two slash maybe three wide receiver in in uh, Washington there but uh, yeah can I get some love for Terry McLaurin please he's yeah, like no. the third wide receiver there and yeah sorry uh, that was my team speaking out and and lashing <laughs> out but. I told I did text Doug after this week, and I was like, "You're gonna you're gonna turn to Trevor Lawrence to write the ship and you know, give you a jump start." His text back to me was something like, "You know, everything's on the table. So if everything's on the table, maybe I'll have to see if they'll trade me CD Lamb." So, well, uh, I'll tell you, if the Green Bay defense continues playing this shitty, um, Tom Brady will have a big week three. Well, who's he gonna throw to? Cole Beasley, who was just signed this week off the warm off the bodies. This is all it takes. Well, that's, I mean, the only warm body they might have is, is Cole Beasley, so. Oh, Julio's coming back with his knee bruise. I'll start him. I'll start him this week. All right. No, I won't. <laughs> um, Brett, I mean, snuck. Oh, we just, we, we, hold on, we got to talk about Brett's team a little bit because we just talked about Doug. I mean, Brett's team, oh, yeah, sure. 89, 89 points. He didn't deserve to get a win, but he got a win to go up to 2-0. and So, um, you know, he didn't have anybody that did a whole lot. I mean, Tyler Lockett had a pulse, which was which was good to see for him, but uh, he left two on his bench, and so I'm sure he'll start two of this week, be chasing those points, and two will put up like a 12 spot. So, um, <clears throat> all right, moving on. I'm gonna on. get shit for trying to skip past Brett there, but whatever. Like, whatever. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, Robbie pulling out a W there. Um, huge, you know, huge weeks from his top. Which well his his top two rookies and Garrett Wilson and Drake London I was about to say the top his top two picks I mean they should have been his top two picks but getting Garrett Wilson with the 14th pick was just the dumbest thing I've seen I keep saying that I'll probably say that every freaking week but um, yeah it's gonna be tough for Maddie to win when Jonathan Taylor only puts up a six spot like I I, I have no idea what's going on with Indy right now they're 0-2 and they played Jacksonville and Houston. Right, they're, I don't know. They're all one they and one. Played maybe. so bad, I, it, it's insane. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got a combo of like Jonathan Taylor and Justin Jefferson scoring fifteen points total, and they normally are good for forty fifteen each. Yeah, I would say a minimum yeah. thirty each, probably. Right, and then you've got like, uh, like. Robbie's still dealing with like way below average Joe Burrow production. Yep. So, you know, both teams I think have higher ceilings and 
you've just got like a weird week. Um, week two is just weird in general. I felt like there's just a lot of weird stuff that went on this week. So I I agree with that, and I think I think maybe that puts a wrap on week two. Yeah. Um, in terms of power rankings, if we're going through this, um, how do you see this shaking out here? Uh, we can obviously look at RT's power rankings, but yeah, I mean RT's who's moving up, who's moving down. What do you think? Oh, well, I mean, sadly, Doug's moving down right now, right? Like his team, owing to a little bit of shambles. You know, we had high hopes for Surly early on. We had high hopes for. Um, Dano early on, and so those guys have those guys have gone down a little bit. Um, Adrian's surging, you know. I think um, you know you and and Jimmy are kind of up there where we thought they were going to be. Nate Nate's kind of up where I thought he was going to be. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't quite think he'd probably be two and zero after the first two weeks, but uh, more power to him for kind of like still being the emperor and still doing what he does. But um, Brett two and zero, like I wasn't expecting that. You know, I think. You know, I'd have to look at you know week one and week two, but you know, like I said, week two here he didn't didn't score a ton of points in week two, but um, was enough to get the W. So you know, power more power to him there. I think week one, um, yeah, he put up 88 and got a win over Rob when Rob put up a 68 burger. So you know, I think if you're looking at the teams that are two and zero, I think Brad, you know, he's probably gonna get shit about this, but you know, he's definitely the to me the weaker link in the in the 2-0 rankings, you know, I think he deserves probably to be 0-2 with his point totals that he's put up, but, you know, some of it's luck within fantasy football, right? Do it's who you play and when you play him, right? So. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> actually, I think I have the name for the podcast this week, and it's going to be Brett One Star Review. <laughs> yes. Because um, we do have two reviews on Apple Podcasts, and one of them is a one-star <laughs> review from Brett. Uh, doesn't say Brett's name on it, but we know it's Brett. And, uh, you know, again, we think this is just incredibly, uh, like fortunate two and O start for Brett. Like he, yep. he's ninth in points. Okay. Like good for yeah. you. Yeah. And, and you're better than me right now. Uh, I did. so all, 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 uh, all respect there, but like, I think you know regression, uh, positive and negative will happen. Um, I did. See I that. do think I like Natron's team is real, yeah, very real. Uh, unbelievably, uh, I think Adrian's team is real, <laughs> and I think I think Doug is getting rocked right now. Uh. And I think he can certainly wake up. Um, but, and I also think you are like a house, like a raging dumpster fire based <laughs> off if you won or lost. So, um, yeah, by the time this posts to Apple Podcasts, you might have a different team than what I'm talking about. But, like, you win and you do great, and like, great, and then you trade things, and then, yeah, we all know this. I, uh, you know, with his own two start, you know, Dave and I already were talking about a, a major blockbuster again. He said that he wants to hold off one more week to see if, uh, if he wins or loses this week. And I told him if I lose and end up one and two, I said, I probably won't want to do a, do it. I'll just hold on to my assets. So 
we'll see how it goes. Maybe, you know, Dave's kind of like me, depending on how he's feeling in the moment, you know, could come tomorrow and he could decide that he wants to, to pull off a blockbuster. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I I definitely have, you know, by, by Sunday, I can have a very different team. That's for sure. So. Well, for those wondering if they can take advantage of me in trades, this would be the week because I'm mostly above a blove. I'm mostly above the legal limit uh, most times. Uh, So feel free to send your your shitty offers my way. Um, Let's look at the waiver wire. Let's yeah, let's do it. Refresh on three, two, one. Like I said, I don't have anything in here, so it's not much. Whoa. $75 for Darrell Williams? Interesting. That is... That is... Next bid was 12 That was me. <laughs> All right. So Brett wants Darrell Williams. Uh, good for you. Would you also like, uh, James Conner? Let's stop. Okay. Um, Odell. Wasn't he just like a free agent on the sideline this week? Well, yeah. I mean, he's sliding into people's DMs, probably trying to find a team just like, uh, Cole Beasley said he signed with the, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks this week by slotting into Tom Brady's DMs, just like Julio Jones slid into Tom Brady's DMs. So. On the Baker Instagram, picking up like. Odell. Yeah, Baker picking up Odell is just totally Baker. That's Baker having Odell for o- Odell's run back and in me the first year. Him. Yep. Yeah, that's that's some that's like Jimmy Graham being on my team for like eight years. That's that's that. That's the same thing. Uh, what'd you yeah. do? You got you got four guys. Yeah, Let's I talk need... about your moves. Did I get four? Oh, nice. Uh, let's see. I needed a quarterback, right, because I had none. So I picked up Jared Goff, who plays the Vikings this week. Um, the, I feel like their offensive coordinator has been kind of masterminding some crazy plays to, you know, get uh, Amon Ross St. Brown open. Um, so I don't think he's going to put up Mahomes-esque numbers, but I, I feel like – with the way their offense has been clicking and playing, you know, knock on wood, he should be able to put up a solid, you know, 13, 15 points a week, whatever. It's got a pulse. Uh, Daniel Jones, I picked him up just as a, a tiebreaker. And, you know, you know, could he do well in that offense as he starts to learn it more under Brian Dable? Possibly, who knows? Um, I wanted to drop Cole Komet. I, could, I, I couldn't get him far enough away from my team after two zero-point uh, weeks. And I think... Uh, Justin Fields has completed like he he attempted eleven passes last week I think, which I, I, I there are no words for how bad that offense is right now so I want nothing to do with it. Um, and then I appreciate the first round pick for him. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Um, and then uh, Kenyon Drake that for some reason the Ravens cannot run the ball right now so I feel like. Uh, um, Dobbins is probably close to getting back. And so uh, with uh, Brandon Bolden going on IR, and uh, I think the the um, Las Vegas Raiders are going to have some tougher matchups coming up here. They might need a, a, th- a third down back. So 
Amir Abdullah might be a, a guy that I could you know, play in a pinch if I needed to. So, yeah, we are two weeks from the Gus bus, so just remember that. Yes, I will remember that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, seventy-five dollars was probably aggressive for a running back who's gonna, you know, Daryl Williams, who's not gonna get any play more than likely if James Conner is healthy, right? You know, he he seems to be the the fill-in for James Conner, where you know Benjamin thus far has been kind of the the third down add some receiving type stuff when James Conner's been healthy, you know, for for two weeks. But we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. My only issue with it, to be honest, like if you want to get a guy, get your guy. Like, yep, totally. But the Arizona offenses look so shitty, with the exception of uh, fourth quarter of the last game. Like it, it was just abysmal running game. And I'm the guy with the most invested in the running game for Arizona for the most part is like they have no ability to run like after the first five minutes of the game. So it's just hopefully that turns around. It should, but it's just a little ugly. So um, scoreboard week three and predictions. Let's run it down from the top. You play the Emperor this week. It's got you as a uh, an even pickup right now with uh, a pick from RT. Yeah, I mean, what 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 I don't understand is like RT says it's a pickem, and then the it's like fifty eight percent Nate, forty two percent me. Uh, that's not math, but I was told <laughs> there would be no math, so let's continue. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know. Nate, uh, I think you've got the edge at quarterback by a lot there. Um, you know, the the running backs, if you go Mixon, Singletary, Zeke, and Aaron Jones, I think you've got the edge there. You get to Amari and Daniel Gibson, like that's a push to me. Tyreek and Metcalf, he wins that. Cooper Cup over McLaurin, I think he wins that. Dorch and Beyonce, I think you win that. Um, since Mike Evans was suspended this week, that hurts him a little bit. That helps you. Kelsey and Andrews, I think that's kind of a push right now. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give the edge to you. I'm going I'm to say you're coming out on top this week. Uh, I am too, just because I feel like there's a little paper tiger to Nate's team for this week. I, I love Mixon. Mixon could play Tariq 45 and, this week. Mixon and Cop and Tariq could score 100 but if they have normal weeks, the rest of that team could fold. Pittsburgh's got a good D. Singletary, I think, sucks, in my opinion. Greg Dorch could evaporate. Well, I mean, they play in the Rams um, this week, which will be a tougher a tougher opponent than they played. So Kelsey could go for a billion points, but so can Mark Andrews. So I think maybe I edge out Nate, but we'll see, obviously. It's hard to pick against um, him after these last two weeks, but I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. It would not be good to have the Emperor at 3-0. No. Uh, that would not be good. Um, Jimmy and Dave, um, I, I am siding here with Jimmy, uh, which doesn't put Dave in a good spot at 0-3, potentially. Um but Dave has three people 
that could score 100 points together, Hurts, McCaffrey, and A.J. Brown. Yep. And the rest of the team just has to show up on game day. But then again, Jimmy, like, Jimmy got screwed over by uh, Kamara last week. Had to bench him. Um, and still managed to have the most points all week. Um, so he's definitely deep enough to win. I see him um, just staying strong. I don't know if he gets such boom weeks, but Mike Williams looked unbelievable. Diggs looked unbelievable. Cook's been weak this year. Harris has been weak. Um, Kamara's been weak when he's played. Kamara has been weak when he's played, but that was only one week. Yeah, I mean, steady eddies should put up decent points, and I wouldn't be shocked if Dave won, but I'll I'll go with Jimmy. I'm gonna go against the grain. I think uh, I think you know Jimmy comes back down a little bit again this week. I think Dave Dave got one out. Provided this is provided that he decides not to you know pull the trigger and do a, a blockbuster with me tomorrow. So. Uh, Moving on to mine. Let's see here. I haven't offered any trades yet, so. We'll take a look at it before the pod's done here, maybe. Um, moving on to my game, I think uh, I think Baker will will take me down with his ragtag group. You know, he's got those two good receivers. I think Kyle Pitts is due to break out here. Um, I mean, could I beat Baker? I think there's, you know, a shot I could, but uh, – uh, I think his his uh, duo of Waddle and Amon are just going to be too tough for me. I, I think Elijah Moore has been side, you know, he's been overshadowed by uh, Garrett Wilson. Um, you know, Juju's hot and cold. T. Higgins is, if he stays healthy, he's usually solid, which is great. But um, you know, that Miami running back situation, do I play? Well, um, do I play Chase Edmonds? You know, Edmonds looked like he had it on lock week one, and then this week. This last week, you know, basically they flip-flopped and Mostert was was in that first role, so I'll play Mostert this week, and I'm sure it'll be Edmonds instead, so who knows. Well, are we going to see anything on a Kyle Pitts ever? Period. Yeah. That, you know, I I agree with uh, – I'll side with Baker. Uh, you also traded him Patrick Mahomes this week. Oh, Yeah. Uh, so there's that. I did offer him Barkley this week too in a separate deal, but he uh, he wasn't willing to pull the trigger on that one. So, well, good talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think you probably get beat by a good dozen or or twenty uh, this week, but that that's my pick. I mean, you have plenty of things that could go well. Baker Baker's even like his his question marks have been hitting uh, or at least hit in week two. Yep. Um, what should be doing really well has been kind of honestly underperforming. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And especially with a new captain on the uh, at the top of the lineup with Patrick Haas. Hold on. I, it was paused for some reason. It's really weird. Sorry. We're recording now again. I'm not sure where we where we left off, but uh, let's just keep rolling. I think we just basically wrapped up. Uh, 
my game. Basically wrapped up uh, your game. Yep. And I think I skipped one because of the uh, fuckery. Uh, so we got Dano and uh, Adrian. Yep. I texted Dano and said and, you can't let Adrian go to 3-0. and So. Yeah, and I think it's about, about a pick em. You know, I think it, it, it's got Dano a little bit ahead, but I think it's a pick em. Well, it, it's um, funny because, and this is what I don't understand for math, right, again? Like, it's got Chubb as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but then when you look at the in the actual score app, it says that Adrian's a 53% favorite to 47% favorite for Dano. So, <laughs> yeah, I would say it's a pick em. I think Dan wins if Michael Pittman plays, and I think Adrian wins if that doesn't happen. I'd agree with you there. Um, I, it will take... Uh, Indies looked horse shit. So if if Casey lays into Indy and Michael Pittman is playing, he should get some volume. Um, I think Eckler has, has underperformed. Absolutely. Nick, Chubb's, Nick Chubb has been a stud. Um, Tampa Bay Lenny is fat Lenny again. He sucks. Um, and like I said, the, the non running backs for Adrian have been carrying him. So, um, I will, I will take Dano in a, in a coin flip. Yeah. I'm gonna go and Adri- Adrian, let, let me know if you are alive. Are we playing against a computer? We'll see. Uh, Doug and Robbie. I mean, I got Doug. I got Doug by a decent margin here. Um, look like he's starting to ha- uh, Jahan Dotson this time, which we talked about earlier. Yep. Um, kind of doesn't have much of another choice. He's got a lot of injury risk. Um, He's got that vaunted two tight end set again. <laughs> yep, he's got the two tight end, the 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 jumbo package. Yeah, I mean, he really needs Etienne to to start to eat into James Robinson's work a little little bit to to have him really write this write the ship right. I mean, CD is coming around a little bit. I mean, at least he had he's had eleven targets both weeks. Um, you never know if Jamar Chase, if you're going to get the, the 10 catches for 129 in a touch or, you know, the five for, five for 50 or whatever. Um, and Robbie's, you know, I mean, it took a Herculean effort from Garrett Wilson and Drake Lennon last week for him to, to put up 96 points. So, um, I mean, if Javante starts to break out a little bit more, you know, I mean, I can see if IU has a good game. I mean, they're quite a good Denver defense this week. Like, yeah, I'm still going to, I'm still going to roll with Doug on this one. Agreed. Um, and then finally, we got Maddie and Brett. If the two and the O Brett versus Maddie, um, I, I literally think Maddie should be two and O, and Brett should be O and two. Yep. But fantasy football is a thing. I'm still going to pick on Maddie's side. Um, Jefferson, Taylor, 
I would even say like Kyler Murray not being a complete shithead for three quarters is enough to power your team. And Renfro and and Kirk have been great, and and Hawkinson could score two or one against Minnesota. Like I think you did right in picking up Goff, and I like him. And on the other side, like I think it, it is. Yeah, I say Miles, Miles Sanders, I think, has a big week against Washington's defense. He hasn't been able to stop the run at all either, too. So I think that's that's another <clears throat> excuse me, another big play for him. I I think like Tua had a all time week last week. Yeah. Um I think we can get more out of Derrick Henry. Probably get less out of Clyde Edwards Alaire. Um Devontae had a dud last week. Thielen dud last week. We could have two teams this week. I mean, and that's the yeah. thing with Brett's team is it, it has upside for sure, right? Like his starting lineup does. It's got a lot of spl- <coughs> it's got a lot of splash. Alave had like the most air yards I've ever heard of before. Yes, uh, Lockett is boomer bust. Thielen is boomer bust. Devontae can have gigantic weeks. Uh, Henry can score sixty points himself. Um, Can I just say though, real quickly, he's looked terrible thus far. Derrick Henry. Yeah, he's looked terrible. So I ha- I haven't seen much of it. I just I'm a giant Henry Bobo from drafting him originally in Ruffle. I know. Um, he's yeah. still like a brick shit house. So just I, like he just needs the ball in the right spots and get the fuck out of his way. I do think this well, could potentially demonetized. be a Yeah, well, we've said like that. It's like the 18th time we've gotten demonetized this week. But I would say that yeah. Derrick Henry, I think he's in a good spot this week to put up, a, you know, one of those like vaunted three touchdown games against the Las Vegas defense. But um, so on Twitter, one of the analysts I follow, you know, there's like, you know, I don't, I don't quite know how like PFF or some of those other sites do their like expected, you know, rushing points, you know, or expected receiving points, you know, based mm-hmm. on an average, you know, league average running back, you know, they would expect to get this many points on this play or this many yards on this play or whatever. Um, but so far, Derek Henry's, he's been negative 46 yards below expected <laughs> for an average running back this year. So Gross. like I said, he, he just hasn't, he hasn't looked good. I don't know if it's, you know, just the, the their line is is not doing well, and he's not one of those guys that makes the first guy miss and then, you know, goes right. Like he needs to get that little head of steam going to to get going, and um, he just they haven't had it, and it looks like uh, their left tackle might be out for the year now. So better days are uh, better days are far and few between, I think, for Tennessee right now. So yeah, that's definitely a. Gigantic question mark out there. Um, I'll note uh, just a couple things on the message board before we sign off here. Uh, Jimmy posts, anyone looking for a wide receiver, reach out to me. I'm taking offers. Uh, Just in case you didn't see that, we're going to go Craigslisting for wide receivers there. Um, And... I, I do have to say uh, we are two for two on podcasts and now three for three. 
and uh, Natron has had a fun with numbers to follow us up shortly after each one of those. So if at minimum this podcast is creating more content for the league, and that is a good thing. I agree. I agree. Um, All right. You want to trade me Gibson before we uh, get off the podcast? Sure. What do you got for me? I have no idea. I'm just let me pull up my gonculator. <laughs> um, you want Raheem Mostert for him? I've never liked Raheem Mostert. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to take this off air because Jesus Christ, your your uh, ratings of people in mine are have never ever aligned. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, we'll. I gotta get. We gotta get. Uh, we gotta get Gossard drunk again, so I can auto accept some random ass deal. So, um, I think that's it for week three of Ruffle After Dark, um, Wisconsin Dells edition. Uh, hopefully this is the last COVID edition as well for the Truax family. So I hope good so. luck with that. Um, and then next week we will. We will do a podcast. Perhaps we will even have a special guest um, for a small interview on their most recent victory. Um, Dave, who ruined the entire my entire uh, dynasty plan. Uh, I am also springing that. Um, I don't even know if Dave has a smartphone, to be perfectly honest. So. We'll figure it out. So, all right. Good luck in week three, everyone, except Brett. Wait, did I say that? uh, Did you say Brett? I was (laughs) going to say Natron. Um, But, yeah, good luck to everyone except for the people we're facing in fantasy, and we will see you next.